Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two men met yesterday. One was a puppet and the other was a communist. I'll let you figure out which one is which when it comes to Xi Jinping and Joe Biden. And in America, we rolled out the red carpet for a communist that exported COVID and shut down our country. A man that, that, in, that literally spends billions of communist dollars to hack and to steal trade secrets from American companies. A man that makes sure that his spying apparatus has unlimited resources to spy on America. A man that sent a spy balloon, an actual spy balloon, to fly over the entire country and collect intelligence relations. And what did we do when he landed? Our puppet, Joe Biden, decided to roll out the red carpet and the governor a full-blown communist in California, cleaned up a city that hadn't been cleaned up for its own citizens in more than a decade. But that's exactly what happened in San Francisco. In San Francisco, they said, welcome. And they gave him a communist welcome that was incredible. A welcome that's honestly bigger and better than when the president of the United States of America goes to visit California. And why would they do this? Because these men have sold our country out to this individual. I want to remind you of what has happened since Joe Biden has become president of the United States of America when it comes to bowing and kissing the AWS of the communist leader. In 2001, by the way, if you go back in history, and this is important, Biden said that China is not our enemy. 
This has been a man that's been sucking up to China and also making money for the Biden crime family by the tens of millions directly from China. You fast forward to 2011 and Biden said, quote, a rising China was incredibly positive, an incredibly positive development for the United States of America. Why would a president of the United States of America actually say that? I'm going to play for you what he had to say when he was in China back in 2011. That first visit came amid a debate in the United States of America, similar to the one that exists today, about how to view China's emergence. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. I believed in 1979 and said so, and I believe now that a rising China is a positive development, not only for the people of China, but for the United States and the world as a whole. A rising China will fuel economic growth and prosperity, and it will bring to the fore a new partner with whom we can meet global challenges together. That was back in 2011. That's how stupid Joe Biden is. He believed that a big China, a strong China, is a China that we should all be excited for. This is what he's believed for quite some time. You go back to 2001. That was a long time ago. And listen to what he said back in 2001. China is not our enemy. I believe then, and I'm even more convinced now, that a rising China is an incredibly positive development for not only China, but the United States and the rest of the world. It is in our self-interest that China continue to prosper. China is a great nation, and we should hope for the continued expansion. We want to see China rise. A rising China can be a significant asset for the region and the world. China is going to eat our lunch? Come on, man. They're not bad folks, folks. But guess what? They're not a they're, they're not, they're competition for us. China is not our problem. We can help them with some of their problems. China is not a problem. The idea that China is going to eat our lunch is bizarre. And so, what are we what are we worried about? We talk about China as our competitor. We should be helping. Do you think, in retrospect, that you were naive about China? No. Do you think that you were naive about China? That was the last question asked to him. Back in 2020, as he's sitting there and China is literally eating our lunch, our dinner, our breakfast, our snacks, our candy, and our dessert. We want to see China rise. That is the exact words of the President of the United States of America. We want to see China rise. In 2013, Biden actually said that you as an American should hope that we see China rise, should hope to see that China rises. So now it makes sense why this man's bowing down to China. He's bowing down to China because that's what he's been doing for 30 years. And there's one thing that we now understand about why he's obsessed with telling China, that every, that, that, telling the world and telling America that China is amazing, that China is not our problem. The idea that China would eat our lunch is bizarre. It's because he was on the take. House Oversight Committee reported from earlier in November that Joe Biden has received well over a quarter of a million dollars in direct payments and laundered money from China. 
from the bank account of his brother, James Biden, and his sister-in-law, Sarah Biden, in the form of a personal or personal checks. The money trail began in July of 2017 when Hunter Biden demanded payment from his Chinese Communist Party-linked associate. And on July 30th, 2017, Hunter Biden sent a message to Zhao, a CEFE associate, demanding a $10 million capital payment and claimed his father, Joe Biden, was sitting in the room. CEFE is a Chinese energy company linked to the Chinese Communist Party directly. The Bidens began working with CEFE when Joe Biden was the vice president. In fact, let me read for you that text message that came from Hunter Biden in that $10 million shakedown. I'm sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand. And now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or a text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever, forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I'm sitting here waiting for this call with my father. What happened? Within days of that text message, the $10 million capital payment was sent. The Chinese Communist Party knew how to entangle the Biden crime family to the point where Biden could never stand up to them. The Bidens began working with CEFC when Joe Biden was the vice president. On August 8, 2017, Northern International Capital, a Chinese company affiliated with CEFC, sent a $5 million check to Hudson West, a joint venture established by Hunter Biden and CEFC associate Gongwen Dong. That same day, Hudson West then sent $400,000 to Oshawa PC, an entity owned and controlled by Hunter Biden. This is called money laundering, folks. On August the 14th of 2017, Hunter Biden then wired $150,000, again, this is money laundering in real time, to Lion Hall Group, a company owned by President Biden's brother, James, and owned by his sister-in-law, Sarah Biden. Again, this is what? Money laundering. On August the 28th, 2017, Sarah Biden withdrew $50,000 in cash for the Lion Hall Group. Later the same day, she deposited into her and James Biden's personal checking account. On September the 3rd, 2017, Sarah Biden cut a check to Joe Biden for $40,000 for a quote-unquote loan repayment. That is money laundering. And if you want to know why the President of the United States of America is a puppet, and if you want to know why he keeps bowing down to China and rolling out the red carpet and protecting China, it's because without China, this president doesn't have the money that he has right now. All right, let me tell you real quick about an amazing company called Patriot Mobile. For 10 years, they have been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. They offer you dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the leftist 
this agenda. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military, our veterans, and first responder heroes. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team, making switching easy. You get to keep your same cell phone number, keep your same phone that you have right now. Keep your same phone or upgrade to a new one, and their team will help you find the best plan for your needs and save you real money. You got a small business? They can cover all that as well. All you need to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson, patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson, or call them 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the promo code Ferguson. Join me and make the switch today and protect our values and stand for them with every phone call. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 972-PATRIOT. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you just compare what I told you about Joe Biden with this one payment from China, you understand the red carpet welcome to Xi Jinping. You also have to understand there's some other things that the president's doing to cover for China and making sure that China doesn't have to answer basic questions. What am I talking about? Did you know that the President of the United States of America has refused to allow us to see the report on purpose 
of the origins of COVID. You may not know that. Yes, this president of the United States of America has not held China accountable for the origins of COVID and has not allowed the American people to see what happened when it comes to the origins of COVID. This is the same president that allowed a Chinese spy balloon to survey our entire country. Yes, our entire country. Let me also remind you of what happened earlier this year on February the 19th. On February the 19th, Anthony Blinken, right, the A-team of the Biden administration, came out with this statement. Once we detected the balloon, the U.S. government acted immediately to protect against the collection of sensitive information. We acted immediately to take all necessary steps to protect against foreign intelligence collection uh, of sensitive information. The U.S. has stated that steps were taken to prevent uh, any problems in terms of intelligence collection. We were also able to ensure the protection of any sensitive information that the balloon would not be able to collect against us. We protected against Chinese intelligence collection, we protected civilians, and we gained more intel while protecting our own sensitive information. The Biden-Harris administration responded swiftly to protect Americans and safeguard against the balloon's collection of sensitive information. Protecting our own sensitive intelligence and maximizing our ability to track the balloon. We were able to take steps at sensitive military sites that we believed would be all along the flight path uh, to significantly curtail any intelligence ability that the Chinese could get uh, get from, from the balloon. We were able to protect our security data on the ground. We were able to protect sensitive sites against collection. We spotted it. We took action to protect sensitive information on the ground that it was attempting to surveil. The balloon attempted to surveil uh, very critical, important military installations. We protected the sensitive information that it was trying to surveil. We protected our national security uh, information on the ground. Surely and certainly that balloon was not helpful. They lied to us. The Biden administration lied for weeks because we learned at the very end that the Chinese spy balloon, and this came from the White House, did in fact collect sensitive intelligence from U.S. military sites. And the Biden administration continued to lie to us. And it started with Anthony Blinken there on February the 7th saying, quote, once we detected the balloon, the U.S. government acted immediately to protect against the collection of sensitive information. The very next day, White House Press Secretary Jean-Pierre, we acted immediately to take all necessary steps to protect against foreign intelligence collection of sensitive information. That was a lie. Secretary Pete, right, the U.S. has stated the steps that were taken to prevent any problem in terms of intelligence collection. That was a lie. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, we are also, we were able to ensure the protection of any sensitive information that the balloon would not collect any intelligence against us. That was a lie. They lied the entire time. Meanwhile, the Biden administration still hasn't pressed the issue with Xi Jinping despite repeated promises to do so. He had a sit down with him in the United States of America. And what happened? Another foreign policy blunder by the Biden administration where they, they, they roll out the red carpet for an enemy that is stealing our intelligence, that is stealing our trade secrets, that is buying up American land, that is undermining America every time they can. They are stealing uh, even our movies and our TV shows are stealing everything that they can grab that has value whether it's intelligence, national, national security intelligence, whether it's computer technology, whether it's AI, it doesn't matter how we manufacture anything and everything. 
Go to China. They will rip off any single thing that any American makes. If they can make a copy of it and make money off of it, they will do it. They will ruin American businesses. And what is this president doing? Nothing. Let me also remind you about this. The White House had to come out and defend. The White House had to come out and defend buying $1.3 billion worth of COVID rapid tests from a Chinese company. That's not a joke. They exported COVID to the world, didn't protect the world, knew what was going on with this. And what did they do? They literally exported it to the world. And then the White House press secretary was asked about, hey, why the hell are you buying COVID kits from China? Why are you giving them money? Why are you letting them make money off of what they just did? $1.3 billion worth. Listen. The COVID tests that are being sent out by um, the federal government, um, the the Chinese company and on health owns iHealth, which is um, one of the providers. They have a, they signed a $1.3 billion contract with the Pentagon last month um, for for these tests. Um, The administration concerned about sort of both the, the sort of optics and messaging of sending something to Americans' homes that says says made in China on it at the same time that you're, you know, doing this thing that you consider to be a positive good for Americans um, and just kind of the overall, you know, philosophy of, of giving um, federal contracts to China. Well, well, I would say our objective and c- continues to be to increase um, U.S. manufacturing capacity of tests. We also needed to meet a need that we had in this country for more tests and a shortage of tests and the understandable demand from people across this country to get tests and make them free and accessible, which required us purchasing some of those tests uh, from China in order to meet that demand. But uh, that doesn't change uh, our commitment to increasing our U.S. manufacturing to ensure that we will be able to meet that demand with products made here in the United States over the course of time. There's your answer. Yeah, we did. We signed a contract with a company that basically knew they were going to have a bunch of Americans die because they refused to tell us the truth about COVID. And then we rewarded them with a $1.3 billion contract. We also, not we, the Biden administration, let them build a spy base. China reportedly reaches secret billion-dollar deal for Cuba's spy station targeting the U.S., China secured an agreement to build a listening station in Cuba less than 100 miles off of our coast. This is the White House came out blasting, right? China's aggressive military behaviors towards our ships and also towards our airplanes. China has now secured a secret billion-dollar deal with Cuba to build a listing station, and its only job is to target the United States of America. That's it. Your correspondent, Eric Sean, with the latest news on this in New York. Hi, Eric. Hi, Martha. While the Biden administration admits that China is showing an increasing level of aggressiveness against our military assets in the Pacific. This after that Chinese warship intercepted a U.S. guided missile destroyer in the Taiwan Strait. The shocking incident happened on Saturday. It crossed dangerously close across the bow of our ship. And then there was this, a Chinese fighter jet crossing the path of a U.S. surveillance plane. This occurred 10 days ago, causing the cockpit and our guys, well, they had to shake because of the warplane's wake turbulence. At the White House in the last hour, spokesman John Kirby saying the administration, in his view, is prepared to face Beijing's growing aggression. When you have pieces of metal, 
that size, whether it's in the air or on the sea, and they're operating that close together, uh, it wouldn't take much for an error in judgment or a mistake to get made and somebody could get hurt. Uh, and that's just got to be unacceptable. Well, the high intentions come as Wisconsin Republican Congressman Mike Gallagher, who's chair of the House Select Committee on the Chinese Communist Party, is set to mark the 34th anniversary of the Tiananmen Square massacre. That was yesterday. Remember, in 1989, regime troops opened fire on student demonstrators who were demanding democracy, killing hundreds, if not thousands. In just under two hours from now, Gallagher's committee will hold an event with Chinese activists in Washington, including some survivors of that protest, among them Henry Lee. He told us the regime in Beijing has only gotten worse. They don't care about uh, democracy. They don't care about uh, human rights. But it's, uh, right now, it's uh, so many people are in jail just because they speak out. Just because they speak out. And that's who we just rolled the red carpet out for. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Joe Biden's screw-ups are not just with the military. They're also with other ways that China spies on us. A great example of that is this. Joe Biden revoked and replaced Trump's executive order that banned TikTok. Now, we all know that TikTok is a spying apparatus for China. It's well-documented. It's not even up for debate anymore. 
That's why Donald Trump had an executive order that dealt with the issue of TikTok. That's why many states have banned TikTok from being on government phones. President Biden signed an executive order that sets criteria for the government to evaluate the risk of apps connected to foreign adversaries, a move with implications for Chinese-owned sites like TikTok and WeChat. Biden revoked, yes, revoked, and replaced the three executive orders by President Donald Trump that sought to ban transactions with TikTok and WeChat by American businesses. Why? Because clearly Joe Biden is owned. He's owned by China. The order gave all of the power back to China. It gave them the power when it comes to their apps, how they control, how they manage it, and how they can spy on people that have that app on their phone. We also know that apparently, from what we understand, China has the ability to look at all messages and everything that you do on the WhatsApp and can, once it's on your phone, has the ability to look inside of your phone and other intelligence on your phone, like your pictures, your text messages, etc. But if you're Joe Biden and you're owned by the Chinese, what do you do? You undo what was protecting America. Listen to this from CNBC. We're getting some news out of Washington, D.C., and for that, we will turn to Elon Moy. Hi, Elon. Hi, Morgan. President Biden has just issued an executive order revoking the actions of former President Trump that were targeted at TikTok and at WeChat. However, Biden issued his own set of executive actions aimed at preventing foreign adversaries from accessing proprietary U.S. business data or Americans' personal data. Now, the executive order directs the Commerce Department to evaluate transactions that involve software applications that are owned, controlled, or managed by persons that support foreign adversary military or intelligence activities, or that are involved in malicious cyber activities. Now, the Department of Commerce will issue a series of reports in the upcoming months to recommend further legislative or executive actions, but this order does call out China in particular as not sharing America's democratic values and as uh, engaging in unacceptable national security risks while advancing authoritarian controls and interests. So again, President Biden revoking those actions against TikTok and WeChat, but also calling for the Commerce Department to conduct its own reviews of software control by foreign adversaries. So you get into office and this is what you do. You decide whatever they need, we'll do it. We'll rescind it, and then we'll act like we're doing something proactive when everybody says that's not proactive at all. We also know that Biden missed the deadline, as I mentioned earlier, for declassifying intelligence on the Wuhan lab and the origins of COVID. There was a deadline this summer, and guess what? We're not going to know anything about it. President Joe Biden missed that key deadline on purpose set by a bipartisan law that he signed that called for the declassification release of intelligence on the Wuhan lab and its possible links to the origin of COVID-19. The House and Senate unanimously passed the COVID-19 Origins Act in 2023 in March, with the law giving the Office of the Director of National Intelligence 90 days to declassify and release intelligence on the Wuhan Institute of Virology and its connections to the emergence of SARS-CoVid-2. The deadline passed without a declassification happening from, you guessed it, the Biden administration. 
Representative Mike Gallagher, Republican from Wisconsin, the chairman of the Select Committee on China, who sponsored the bill in the House, told the Washington Examiner, quote, that Congress overwhelmingly passed legislation requiring the administration to to declassify all relevant intelligence around the origins of COVID-19. The congressman said, Biden cannot continue to ignore this overwhelmingly bipartisan consensus and that Congress must use every tool at its disposal to enforce this law and ensure the president makes this information available to the public. And the law instructed Director of National Intelligence, Avril Haines, to declassify any and all information related to potential links between the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the origin of COVID-19, including intelligence on the activities performed by the Wuhan Institute of Virology with with or on behalf of the People's Liberation Army and coronavirus research or other related activities performed at the Wuhan Institute of Virology prior to the outbreak of SARS-CoV-2. The legislation also told the Biden administration, bipartisan legislation, to hand over any information on the researchers at the Wuhan Institute of Virology who fell ill in the autumn of 2019. Biden said on March the 20th that he was pleased, quote unquote, his words, he said he was pleased to sign the measure into law contending that I share the Congress's goal of releasing as much information as possible about the origins of COVID-19. Well, that's clearly a lie. The president said in his signing statement that this, his administration will continue to reveal all classified information relating to COVID-19 origins, including potential links to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, and that his team will declassify and share as much of that information as possible, consistent with my constitutional authority to protect against the disclosure of information that would harm national security, quote-unquote. The bipartisan measure allowed for only such redactions as a director determines necessary to protect sources and methods. Senator Josh Hawley, Republican from Missouri, and Senator Mike Braun, Republican from Indiana, who led the way in passing the bill in the Senate, sent a letter to Biden last week to urge the swift and complete implementation of the law. That deadline was June the 18th. Hawley and Braun wrote, your administration has not yet provided any indication of when the relevant material will be declassified, they wrote at the time. The senators told Biden the law does not allow for redactions based on your administration's view of national security broadly defined, as you claimed in your signing statement, but rather the act only provides for much narrower redactions to protect intelligence sources and methods. In other words, you can't just blackline anything you don't want us to know. You can only blackline things that deal with intelligence sources and methods. Ron and Hawley told Biden his administration should comply with the law as written and not undermine clear congressional intent to provide as much transparency to the American people as possible. What did the White House say? Here's a middle finger. The GOP senators added the American people deserve to know how this pandemic began. And their democratically elected representatives have expressed their will unanimously and said that we urge you not to stand in their way. What did we do? The White House again just said, hey, here's your middle finger. Not only that, but you also have something else that needs to be brought up, and that is this. 
You have a president that is not acting in the best interest of the American people, but instead is only acting in the interests, only in the interests of those in China and rolling out the red carpet. Now, why would you do this? It is because they are compromised and it is because they are on the take. And when I say they, I'm talking about the Biden crime family. More money came in from China and loans in the billions of dollars that were secured for business ventures under the Biden crime family. And where did that money come out from? It came out from, you guessed it, China. China owns this administration. And the way they were treated in California with the rollout is proof yet again of just how compromised they actually are. We as a country are. It's disgusting. Please share this podcast with your family and friends. Please make sure you write us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast so that it will help us reach more people. And we will see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.